0: Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 125. And today we are going to be talking about data sharing. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't already, you can subscribe to the show on the many different podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to such as Apple's podcast app. It's on Stitcher, Overcast, SoundCloud, as well as many others. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter, at RDO Tony K. Now with that, let's get back to the show. I'm really excited to welcome Ben Hilde to the show. Ben is a product specialist with RDO Equipment, and he's actually a return guest. Uh, He was on the show back on episode 50 talking about 4-series sprayers. Uh, So if you haven't listened to that one, I would encourage you to go back to episode 50 and uh, listen to myself and Ben talk about the 4-series sprayers. So Ben, I know you've been on the show before, but let's get a little background on you again, kind of how you got started and, and how you got to where you are today in this industry.
1: Yeah, so I, uh, I kind of got started in, in high school, I guess, on a couple of different farm operations until I was uh, in my early 20s and uh, went to school for farm operations management at a tech school up in East Grand Forks and uh, moved down here uh, to, to the Holly, Minnesota area. Got married and started with RDO Equipment uh, almost five years ago now. So uh, love the industry, uh, love where it's going, uh, love talking about it. So
0: wow. Five years. Crazy to think that it's been that long already. And uh, you're right. I know you are very passionate about the ag industry and uh, ag technology and what we're doing and where it's going. So I'm glad to have you back on the show to talk a little bit more about some of the technology offerings that we have out there. What we want to talk about today is data sharing. Now, when I say data sharing, I'm not talking about sharing data with your neighbor or with your agronomist or things like that. I'm actually talking about data sharing from machine to machine. So Ben, let's just talk a little bit about what is data sharing? What can you do with it? How does it uh, benefit someone running it? So just tell our listeners a little bit about what data sharing is.
1: So data sharing, a lot of you listeners probably run multiple machines out in your out in your fields. So you're running two planters at the same time, or, or two sprayers, or two combines, or even more than that. Uh, data sharing gives us the ability to go share the share the machine maps, the coverage maps, between those two machines. Uh, it really helps us out uh, cleaning up on section control areas, cleaning up on overlap control on combines. Uh, it helps us kind of maximize our efficiency, and it. it also has a few added features in there uh, that we'll get into a little bit later here. So.
0: Yeah. So you talked a little bit about some of the applications. So let's just dive into them kind of one by one, you know, planting, tillage, spraying, harvest, um, starting out with planting. So why would data sharing benefit a grower if they were to use data sharing in a planting scenario?
1: When we're running those two machines in that, in that field, uh, say we possibly didn't send the setup file from our operations center, uh, to both machines. And all of a sudden, uh, one guy's on one guidance line from one year and one guy's on a guidance line from the other year and nobody knows what the coordinates are. Nobody knows what the line is named. Uh, with data sharing, we actually have the ability to go in when we're going into plant. That first planter can go in, start start on your back and forth rounds and go ahead and share that line with that other planter. You can do it for any line in the field, uh, straight tracks that is um and and you guys are on the exact same guidance line exact same pass you can start in the middle of the field you can start on the outsides of the field as long as your offsets are correct in that piece of machinery you guys are going to meet with your 20 inch guest row 22 inch guest row 30 inch guest row in the middle of the field so uh very very nice feature there uh, and the added benefit of it, the data sharing, you see the other guy's coverage map, so you know exactly where he's been, so you don't go back and overseed where he was. Uh, you probably are running section control on that planner. Both of your planners shut off with the coverage map. It doesn't matter who planted the headlands, both machines will shut off at, and in previous coverage.
0: So that's a big talking point there. So maybe uh, you got two planters in the field. One planter finishes up and says, all right, I'm going to head to the next field to get that started. And he plants all of the headlands. And correct me if I'm wrong, but when that second planter shows up and he selects the client farm field, though that coverage map will be there from the other planter. So he can just jump right in, start planting, and his section control will work, correct?
1: Absolutely. Yep. That's exactly how it works. So that that guy pulls into that field. It doesn't matter if it's two days later or five days later. Say you got a rain event, uh, that coverage is there from that other planter. That guy can go ahead and go in and resume exactly where that other guy left off. Uh, Just keep in mind that you do have to manually share the AB line as the other operator is in the other cab. Uh, it will not work if you do not share that AB line to just all all of a sudden be on the exact same AB line, unless the setup file is sent to both machines at the same time.
0: Now another application this could be used as, and it's maybe not as common to have multiple sprayers in the same field, but uh, this can also be used in a similar situation with a sprayer. Correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. It works exactly the same way, just uh, making sure you know we we have either John Deere Ray controllers on a pull type sprayer. Or uh, or your your John Deere or Hagie sprayers can also run this this feature with the sprayers exactly like the planters. Uh, you can pull in, share your lines. Uh, your sprayer shuts off on previous coverage from the other guy's sprayer, vice versa. It works the same way. Um, yeah, identical with the sprayers. So.
0: Now, the next one I want to touch on, where it's maybe a little more common practice, uh, multiple combines in one field. Uh, talk a little bit about the benefits of running data sharing if you have multiple combines in a field.
1: So, yeah, running multiple combines, we have the same thing with the planners, the sprayers, the sharing of the guidance lines, and then the big one with the with the combines now is the sharing the coverage map. And uh, everybody knows how messy some maps in the past have gotten with uh You know, you you don't have that data sharing and you're combining and say you get through your crop and you're, you're cutting on your headland and you left your header down for a little bit too long. Well, you covered that area and somebody else covered that area and possibly somebody else covered that area. Well, we pulled all those maps in manually, stitched it all together, and we got a bunch of red marks in our yield maps. Well, with the data sharing, we have overlap control so we can go in, go through, combine everything, everybody's coverage shows up and everything is clean when it comes back into the operation center. So a uh, huge benefit there for cleaning up your yield maps, uh, especially with all the other combine technologies that have been talked about in previous episodes that you've, you've heard about. It just cleans up the system that much more with data sharing. Uh, another really cool thing in the, in the combines is uh, I don't know how many of you are familiar with the Gen 4 technology, but you are able to go in and switch your, your uh, coverage map to a yield map and you can actually go in and see the other combines yield maps as you're combining on the background of your Gen 4 display. So that is an awesome feature. Just make sure to adjust your legend. You know, if you're combining uh, if you're combining wheat and your legend is uh, you know anywhere from 20 to 60 bushel or whatever it might be in your area, and you go to corn and you're from you know 120 to 200 bushel. Uh, you need to make sure you adjust that that legend in, in all the combines. It doesn't automatically adjust. So,
0: yeah, a lot of great features when we talk data sharing in a harvest situation, uh, whether it may be that clean data, bringing in clean, uh, precise yield data, or if uh, if it's just that in-cab uh, feature, that in-cab viewability to see the other machines, the other uh, yield maps that are being populated. Now, maybe one of the more uncommon reasons to use it, uh, but but you still can, I believe, use it, uh, tillage applications. Is this is data sharing something you could use if you have multiple tillage tools in one field?
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, a lot of guys are going out there and they're putting a premium activation on all their tractors, that premium 3.0 activation with the gen- N4s as long as you have that absolutely you can share coverage maps Uh, some of these tillage applications nowadays nowadays maybe we're going out there and we're residue sizing and we can't exactly see where the other tractor has been but we obviously know we're doing what we want to be doing Uh, pretty hard in the middle of the night when it gets later in the season into the fall we have those short days to see where that other tractor has been sometimes Uh, makes it a a really nice feature for for uh, tillage tractors also so.
0: Yeah, so it's definitely a a tool or a a feature that can be used to, across the board, uh, whether we're spring, uh, spring, summer, fall, no matter what application we're doing, data sharing is something that can be utilized in all uh, applications. Now, I want to talk a little bit, we talked about some applications to be using it in, what is the compatibility? What kind of uh, components or hardware or even activations do I need in order to run data sharing?
1: Yeah. So with data sharing, we got uh, we got all of our Green Star equipment. So we need at least a Starfire three thousand or a Starfire six thousand. We're also going to need that uh, JD Link Connect subscription on that MTG in, in that machine. Um, and we're also going to need an Ethernet cord hooked up to that machine to make sure the machine is communicating to the op center, uh, to the MTG, and also to the other tractor. Uh, you set up a network with that MTG. And the other guy joins that network. Um, We have to make sure that our our client farm and field are the same, our task is the same, and also our crop type is the same if we're in a combine. Um, Makes it really easy if you do all your pre work on it in the operations center to make this happen, especially if you're using boundaries. Uh, The one guy can go in, use our field locator file or field locator feature, uh, go in, tap your map, um, select your field, you start the work group. Uh, the other guys can go in and you can actually join that work group um, that that other guy had already created on the Gen 4s. Uh, you're going to need your premium 3.0 at least activation. It also works with automation 3.0 uh, as of the date of this podcast. So uh, big ones are the the premium 3.0, the Connect subscription, and that Starfire receiver. So.
0: Now, you talked a lot about what is what is needed with the premium activations. Can I also utilize this on a GS3 or a 2630 platform?
1: Absolutely. So 2630 is our only GS3 platform that it is compatible on. Um, you know, we do have that command center and then absolutely a no-go with the 2600 on the GS2 stuff. But with the 2630s, the same thing. Uh, it's just a little different on the activation side of things. We actually have to add a machine sync activation to that 2630. Uh, n- not to be confused with the harvest automation. Uh, that is a completely different function. But it uses the exact same activation, so just don't don't uh, get that screwed up when I'm talking machine sync now. But uh, yeah, we need that machine sync activation, and then we need that JDLink Connect subscription, an Ethernet cord hooked up to that 2630, and at least a Starfire 3000 or a Starfire 6000, and and you're good to go. Same thing, you establish a network over the MTG, uh, you can name who you want to be on that network. Uh, the other guy can actually come in. You can search for the work group. A little bit uh, slower than the Gen 4 on searching for the work group, but it is still doable, uh, and you're you're good to go. So we have pretty much for the sharing or the machine sync side of things. Uh, it's it's only listed that two machines I believe are compatible with that. We have in certain situations had three. I haven't heard of more than that, but just keep in mind that two is only recommended.
0: So. And is that with the two machines, is that on the 2630 side or or both the 2630 and the Gen 4? So
1: that is just on the 2630 side of things. So so on the Gen 4, uh, I don't remember the exact number off the top of my head, but I know it is multiple. Um, I want to say 10. I am not going to say that for sure right now so
0: (laughs) yeah don't quote us on that but uh, it is multiple machines on the gen four side of things so uh ben i know you've gotten to play with data sharing out in the field with a number of the customers you work with do you have any sort of a success story that you'd like to share with the listeners on uh, maybe a customer utilizing data sharing and and how they uh benefit from it
1: yeah absolutely i got i got multiple different customers that are running data sharing and machine sync Uh, it's been an extremely easy sell for, for a couple of these guys in the Red River Valley. Um, utilizing multiple machines, uh, especially guys that are running a 2630 to a couple different tractors on their operation. They can throw their 2630 in their, in their planter tractor, go and throw it in their sprayer, and then go ahead and throw it in their combine. It it works really good on those, um, um, farms. Also, uh, a couple guys running the Gen 4, uh, after you have it after you have the premium 3.0 you get that with your combine anyways if you're running any type of corn if you're running roll sense uh it's kind of a no-brainer on that premium 3.0 just put that connect subscription on there uh the connect subscriptions have been varying in price lately uh can't quote what it's going to be tomorrow but uh fairly inexpensive to get that Connect subscription once you have that you already got the premium why not use the data sharing uh guys absolutely love it cleaning up maps Big one is sharing AB lines. Guys just, they they absolutely love the sharing of the AB lines, so...
0: Yeah. And you bring up a good point about, uh, uh, the machines and what they're coming with and whatnot. So the, the JD link, so any of the new machines, brand new machines on order or, or ones that you come in and order, um, five years of JD link connect come from the factory. Um, you mentioned those premium activations, you know, if we're, if you're going full gen four, um, on the farm, you're probably going to have those premium activations anyways. So a lot of farms out there that, that are running late model equipment, uh, may have the capabilities of running this data sharing uh, and maybe they just don't know about it. So um, on that note, Ben, where can people go or who can they talk to to learn more about uh, maybe setting up data sharing or even uh, getting the right components to utilize data sharing?
1: Yeah. So obviously uh, in our area, you want to go to your local RDO equipment dealership. And a lot of our account managers are trained on this, but uh, definitely get in touch with your product specialists in your area. Uh, They're going to point you in the right direction and get you going where you need to go. Um, For the other dealerships out there, I'm sure the IS teams from other dealerships can can point you in the right direction too. Uh, It's been a great product for for John Deere as a whole. Uh, One more thing I did want to mention on the compatibility side of things, you cannot mix and match GS3 and Gen4. You have got to run... Uh, gen 4 together or gs3 together so if you're if you're one of those farms out there that's running 700 series combines and maybe you have one 600 series combine left uh think about talking to somebody and uh, putting a 4640 in that in that combine in that 600 series combine so just wanted to mention that also i kind of forgot about that earlier
0: yeah, and that's actually a good point. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, it's not just the Gen 4 command centers, but this can be done with the 4640s. So uh, like Ben said, if maybe you have one S600 series combine left, or maybe you're you're running a, a 30 series tractor um, on the planter or tillage tools or something, if you get a 4640 in the cab of that machine, uh, you do have those, those Gen 4 capabilities. So uh, great thing. Thank you for bringing that up, Ben. Uh, I just want to thank you for taking the time to sit down and talk to the listeners a little bit about uh, data sharing and how it can benefit their farm and some of the practical applications we can utilize it in so thanks again for doing this ben
1: anytime it's fun sitting out in the field talking on a microphone so
0: visit rdoequipment.com podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you have missed you can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on any device or streaming service